¿Qué onda, primos y primas? Welcome to My Primos Podcast, the show where two primos discuss the world events and talk over each other as much as possible. Bienvenidos a todos. Tonight, we talk archiving our stories for the future and how we have a wealth of knowledge that we're not using. We flash through our lightning round, relatively speaking, and we discuss the fatal shooting of a young Guatemalan girl in Laredo, Texas. All this and other random babosadas, so you really gotta stick around. My name is Freddy, and with me tonight, as always, is the man fueled by the fires of the Salco Volcan, Ulysses. Ulysses, <laughs> <laughs> say hi to everybody. Saludamos. No saludas, bicho, bicho malcriado. Malcriado, malcriado. Siempre saluda. No, mi mamá me decía cada rato, like, no importa que con alguien que la acá tenés que saludar y ofrecer algo, algo de tomar, siempre. Uh -huh. No importa si es agua, tienes que darle de com ofrecerle comida, algo de tomar y saludar. No, y siempre que... Pero es maña que aviso cuando le, lo estás ofreciendo a alguien, algo a alguien, le decís, no querés. No, no quieres. Dice, no quiere, like, pues, you're telling me not to, like, no, o se tiene que decir querés, ¿verdad? Ah, like, pero es maña que tiene uno que no querés. Like, yeah, you're already telling me no, so that, that's not inviting, right? No, it's not. It's not inviting. But we invite you guys. Thanks for coming aboard, mm -hmm. listening to us and this wackiness that we call our podcast. Uh, those of you that follow along, we do appreciate you spreading the word, you know, that grassroots, kind of pushing the message out there. Uh, well, I want to get this out of the way for you. But remember, you can listen to the show on iTunes, Google Play, uh, all the podcast services out there. And Spotify, with Spotify now. now as well. Look us up on there at My Primos Podcast. Also, we have our Facebook page where we post most of our stories, random articles we find on social media, and kind of spread the word out there at My Primos Podcast on Facebook to look that up. And of course, our email where you can send us a hate mail, love mail, or anything at all. Apparently, more advertising is what I get on that email than anything else. <laughs> but it's a My Primos Podcast at gmail.com. And we're on Instagram at My Primos Podcast. <laughs> So, as usual, what's up? What have you been up to? Walter? 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 Uh, Walter. Yeah. Well, I had a panic attack, believe it or not. What, like right now? Nah, nah not right now. Like, Have you experienced like a real panic attack? Yeah. And last Wednesday, for some, like, I just, I woke up. I thought I saw rat poop. I started like mess, like moving stuff, trying to figure. It turns out it was just fucking dried up roly polies. <laughs> but then, oh, yeah, but it, I like yeah, and I feel kind of embarrassed and admitting it, and I haven't told you about it right now. So that's like the little raw, right? Um, so I'm like, I had a panic attack, but it was triggered because of. Have you seen the like lint or moth that builds up on the fans? Yeah. When you don't clean them, so yeah. I unintentionally, you know, when I was moving stuff around with the broom, it hit it. And then that stuff fell and landed on me. Oh. And it felt like, and it felt like there was like rats touching me, you know, but Ugh. I had a panic attack. No. Yeah. I had a panic attack. Um, it felt like asbestos hit your eyes and like, yeah. Cancer. Damn, oh, yeah, yeah. So then I had a panic attack and then, you know, I kind of like settled through it and like, I was seeing, you know, like it's weird. Cause like you, see things and 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 it's like you really think at least for me at the time i really thought that there was rats and i thought i saw rats but they weren't there you know and then i felt like this yeah i got like like little mini little hives on me like really small ones but you know um they kind of went away and stuff but but yeah but anyways like i never had that and i don't know i'd like, like to hear from other people that have had it and oh, it's just weird man it's just fucking um, weird. I've never had one in my life. I've had, and it's I've had panic you know? attacks, but it's mostly like I, I think I, I I build shit up in, in my head. Like yo me mismo me estreso. Like in mm -hmm. panic myself. Like I start making things bigger where I don't even go to sleep sometimes, man. Like I'll just empezar a like pensar de, de todas las estupideces, you know, like cualquier cosita que o oh, el, el carro le falta aceite, o tengo que ir a la marqueta, o tal cosa, en los biles, y que toca esto y aquello, exactly. el trabajo, en el llego a la casa y algo se me quebró, el bichito pidió algo, y yo como estoy todo, me loco. Todo baboso. Todo baboso. No, no, pero I understand because, I mean, just to kind of end this, but yeah. 
Um, it, it it felt weird. I had never had that, and I was like, at a certain point, you feel embarrassed because it's like fucking rats, and it wasn't even rats; it was roly polies. And but then, I mean, my boss he kind of called me, and then he kind of noticed that I was a little bit like you know Off. talking weird, and then I yeah. kind of like I texted him about it, and he was like, "Hey, I actually had one last year, my first one, you know," and 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 he kind of and, and that kind of like kind of calmed me down and he was like but you know the feeling goes away and you'll you'll be good and i was like shit okay cool so i feel better okay, you know i'm mad like, you know? no so, well, at least you're functioning i mean there's people okay yeah. it's really bad but they can't oh yeah that's what he told me like it's not just the the what you thought was rat poop it was just it's everything just whatever's going around you around it just keeps adding and adding and adding yeah. and then that might have just you know overflown the cup you know? Yeah, that was you yeah. gotta the one thing I can tell you when it comes to that that I've learned is that you have to start recognizing when your cup starts getting full. Yeah. And you have to let that shit out. Like, okay, something be it a physical thing, like exercise or yeah. hey, having a podcast with your primo, like you yep. know, anything like that. Like get that shit out. Or even trust. uh I'm watching right now, I don't know if you watch it, it's on Netflix. Agritsuko Tsuko. There's oh. like a series about this like little fox and she works at an office and then the way that she releases stress is she goes and sings death metal karaoke. Oh, that, I love that show, dude. So, it's fucking great. That's a badass. I just started watching it today. It was it's badass. fucking funny, man. I love it. Yeah. It's funny. No, is, that, it, is that like, is that anime, right? It's, it's anime. It, it is anime. But it, is it from Japan or? I think so. But I mean, nowadays everything's a mix, you know, like there's mm. anime style, but made here in the West, you know, so it's just different. But uh, I okay. definitely want to, uh, me, man, just this week, I've been bombarded, dude. Like, I'm just planning to do a lot of work. And uh, a lot of things have been happening in the news that have just been kind of uh, tossing me back and forth and a lot of things. So just busy, just busy work, you know, regular, same, same bullshit. But either way, I'm glad we're here again this week and uh, here to just uh, touch base with you and everybody else. And I'm just happy to be back, man. I, this is like a, like a therapy, you know? Just to kind oh, of yeah. get through the day and the weeks. And I don't know. I hope you guys are enjoying as much as we do. You want to hear something? What? the fuck are you eating? That's Pickle the... Uh, Is that a, a, a rat? <laughs> no. It's un mango verde. Oh, like, sin sazón? Uh, mango, mango. No, no sazón. Verde, verde, verde. I got him at Fiesta. This is a, a Salvadoreño's wet dream right here, man. Like I even, I even put, yeah, I even put, um, ¿cómo se llama esta madre? For the names, I'm escaping. ¿Cómo se llama esta? It's made out of pep, pepitas. El que vos. Um, I watched it. Oh, I even put I watched it. Puta. <laughs> so, eat your heart out. Nació un día de junio del año 77, planeta Mercurio y el año de la serpiente. Signo patente tatuado y en mi frente que en el vientre de mi madre marcaba el pasado. All right, ahora, that was Anatigio with 1977. Uh, great song, great artist, uh, Chilean parents, uh, you know, exiled politically. Uh, during the Pinochet dictatorship in Chile. Uh, just check out her music, Ana Tijio. That's T-I-G-O-U-X. Give her a shout out. And the song is 1977-1977. Is, is that how you pronounce it? Ana Tijio. Oh, I've heard about her, but I haven't really... Oh, man, I haven't heard lyrics, some of her man. stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. All right. So, recently... I was contacted by a fellow podcaster, Salvadoreños, uh, on the East Coast. Uh, her name is Sara Jordan, and her father, Jorge Jordan, have a podcast called Tropicaneando SV Podcast. So, son Salvadoreños, you know, papá y hija, uh, kind of telling their story about how her father came to the U.S. and kind of their, her uh, acclamation to the U.S. And también como vos, fíjate. Ella fue, me contó, because we have a little message going on, you know, kind of supporting each other, uh, that she also was uh, when she was younger and then came back and reassimilated yeah. and all that. So uh, she, did, she did time. She did time, man. <laughs> she did time. Uh, but 
uh, definitely want to give support out to the Salvadoreño community and in podcasting también that they're telling stories and you know there are podcasts out there that we've kind of been they're not that are not readily available not readily available and yeah. uh, we definitely want to support so if you like what you're here with us here you definitely want to give them a, a shot they're at tropicaneando svpodcast.com and you can search them on iTunes their their podcast just recently launched so give them a shout out there as well follow them online they're on Facebook and on Instagram but the, what that did after I kind of touched base with her, listening to her podcast and her intro, it got me thinking, you know, we don't have a way to archive our stories. Nuestras historias familiares, ¿vale? Uh -huh. Siempre te cuentan cosas como me acuerdo que mi papá me contaba... Anécdotas, historias... Todas así, va Como cualquier estupideces... Mierda que le pasó, que le pasó. Estupideces que hicieron ellos y no cosas así y... Yo puedo contar la historia, ¿va? Pero no es igual como que te lo cuenten ellos, ¿no? Y con la tecnología como yeah. está ahorita, en podcasting and all that, en video, I mean, your cell phone can be like a movie studio, you know? And I'm thinking, we haven't tapped into that, you know, as a Latino, Salvadoreño community, uh, being able to have that, register that, keep that for future generations, because... Yeah, because I know what you're talking. Because I mean, the I mean, Congress or what they already do that. Not Congress, but the li I forget what library the name of it. But they do like they record stories. Yeah, the Library of Congress. There you go. Thank you. Uh, they already do that. They record stories and then they archive them and everything from music. Like Nir Movies. they just recently announced, like Nirvana got you know put in there and all that stuff. But obviously, we're not in there yet. No, Eventually we will. Once we're cool and they make and they can make money off of you, <laughs> or, or once, once you popped up, pop. It's like the way I think about it. It's like when you hear when you hear a new artist, and you know they blow up, and they're like, "Oh shit, this artist is good." Like, damn, you know they're new. No, motherfucker, that motherfucker's been putting work for a while to pop up, and for you to call him that, you know. But anyway, like that, we have to do it on our own. In the meantime, pretty much. I agree. I think that we're getting to that point where, like, with this, for example, podcasting or music or even writing, nowadays, you don't have to wait on someone to give you the opportunity. You can do it yourself. Yeah. You know, like me personally, I've already started a video series that I've recorded for my son. Like, yeah. little, little, like, diaries that I talk to him. Reactions. And advice, and... Reactions and advice, you know, because Dios no quiere algo me pase. You know, that was the whole yeah. thing about having the big old VHS cameras and all that, trying to keep everything uh, recorded. Man, and so, that's like, the I mean, technology affords us that convenience nowadays. Well, now, yeah, now it's more it's, it's, available. It, yeah, it's not just for, you know, como dice, selfish. <laughs> los no, selfish? Yeah, los selfish, no, the selfies. It's not the just for the selfish. selfish. Yeah, the selfish, selfish selfies. Selfish selfies. But what do you think? Hashtag I mean, selfish. Hashtag selfish. But what do you think? Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. As far as being able to start archiving, I mean, it's something that you're going to do. I mean, you don't have any kids or anything, but you're a big believer in, in keeping, like, uh, our stories, our culture moving forward and keeping it hey, out thanks, there. Hey, thanks for, like, calling me out like that, dog. Like, <laughs> you are, though. I don't have any kids, man. You don't have, hey, you don't have any kids, dog. Like, I'm not trying to put like, you down. Or hey, man, just, like, my, no my pull-out hey, you know, <laughs> pull game is too strong. <laughs> God. Either that or I'm shooting blanks, motherfucker. You never know, man. You never know. The you panic know, attack, so. the scares. <laughs> Yeah, I'm starting to think about shit like that, man. So my, my pull-out game can't be that strong for this long. So nah, man. Can... anyways, going back to the question. But you, man, TMI. you've always, you've always told me, you've always told me, <laughs> fucker. Este es babo estupideces tuyas. Me dicho a mí que you want to start not just doing this, but when we started this show, it was about educating, right? Not just educating, like um, we have a, we have deep knowledge, but more so like let's no, keep no, our no, no, no. let's keep no. We have the we have the our... questions. We have the questions, and it matters who asks the questions. That's that's what I'm getting at. The answers will come along them, you know, along the way. But it first starts with having the damn goddamn questions. Because if we're not asking the questions, no one's gonna ask them on our behalf, right? True. So, so I mean, the thing is, but. I like the idea of now everything is archivable. Everything is, you know, because I have, I, I find in stuff, like I keep, 
like notebooks from like 10, 15 years ago writing stories or whatnot. I find them and I go, wow, these pages are turning yellow and degraded and kind of like artwork, right? People are trying to re, uh, what is it? Um, just uh, forget the word they're looking for where they, a museum kind of reconstructs the paintings and refreshes <laughs> them. And same thing with, with nowadays, everything being digital, you know, why, why isn't it more... I mean, I guess I'm kind of left behind, I guess, at this point. Maybe it's already being done because, shit, everybody's filming everything on Facebook Live and on Instagram. But Everybody's lives is it's, – it's not like us where you had to go dig out the Polaroids or the negatives and go, you know, do all that stuff to kind of, like, get a glimpse of your – actually, this is one thing we can talk for ages about on some other episode, but, like, it's – it's going to be a transition point. It's going to be weird. Like for your kid, it's like his life has been documented for, you know, so long. And it's like, yeah. are his memories his memories or are his memories pictures that you took of him? I don't know. You you ask that question sometimes about, like I talked about earlier, my dad tells a story or my tío tells me a story. And I, I, I imagine it from their perspective, right? It's always their perspective. Yeah. And now that memory is in your head as if it, it's like Inception, man. <laughs> <laughs> is that memory? Is that memory really yours, right? Because that's, that's yeah. That's why I don't know if you ever saw Twelve Angry Men. Oh yeah. How mm-hmm. yeah? How how the story changes from one day. You know, it's like this person remembers it. Like so, it's like the more time passes, the story changes. Like you caught a fish that was I don't know twelve inches, and then by the time you know the twentieth person hears the story, it's like a three foot fucking yeah. Mojarra or something, you know? Pero fíjate que lo que yo quiero tocar es que nosotros no tenemos una, una librería o un archivo de lo que son las historias de nosotros. Like, yo, yo busco en internet, nomás aparece lo de la guerra, lo que es la, las comidas y los volcanes que aparecen. Y, pero, you know, and recently, like, you know, they found, like, mm-hmm. fossils and stuff like that. Like, but there's no real, like, hey, here's our culture, our traditions. It really is hard unless... Because, como tú dijiste aquella vez... I was raised here with some of those traditions. La Mara nunca para. <laughs> pura, pura, pura MS, that's it, man. SMS, it. We have more, that's but like, like the we stories and, and the traditions. And I have a, a tía que es maestra y dice, oh, estos son los, las pirámides y estos son las tradiciones que tenemos nosotros. Like, I think that the fact that we have a technology like this, we... Salvadoreños, Latinos in general need to start. No, yeah, the the, the the yeah, the 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 Salvadoreño diaspora here should be much like, but but at this like, I want to complain about it, but I can't. It's like it's our duty to kind of usher in and and consider, like como que educar, verdad? Like that that's what I'm trying to get at. It's it's pretty much es nuestro deber tratar de mantener y seguir la cultura y introducir a las generaciones que siguen como Jimmy like your kid yeah. para 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 que siga esa madre no porque like I mean he's half Mexican y y la cultura mexicana está bien representada aquí mucho más que la salvadoreña pero al mismo tiempo you it's your es tu deber yeah, como 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 padre para decirle hey no solo se trata de pupusas, cabrón, cuando, cuando, cuando te convenga. Hay más, hay más. Hay, hay más, más, hay más. más. Porque hay mucho, like, eh, el país es hermoso, va, tiene su, 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 su lado, pero yo fui más creado, más creado aquí, lo que me enseñaron uh-huh. a mí, el lado bonito, y también, pues, desafortunadamente, la mayoría era lo de la guerra y todo eso, pues ahí vino mis padres y todo, cuando huyeron, nosotros, la mayoría, ¿no? Entonces... Cuando hablo con los abuelos o bisabuelos y no, no, me cuentan de tiempos diferentes y yo quisiera tener eso ar, ar, archivado para un futuro. So, the, uh, what we're doing here, you know, just, I feel, No, and I get it, like, porque al mismo tiempo que, eh, porque es tu deber hacerlo y al mismo tiempo te, te encuentras a ti mismo. Yeah. Eh, 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 en, en el proceso de que quieres mantener la cultura y introducir la cultura a tu, a tu hijo, ¿verdad? Yeah. Y, y sí, se trata de, 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 de recolectar y mantener todas esas, todas esas anécdotas y historias. Así, no, sí, hay tantas veces historias que mi papá me ha contado que, Walter, así, así llegaste de, de no haber nacido, dice, por poco y me vuelan, like, por poco, porque estaba en el ejército, ¿verdad? Ajá. Por una, así, y no naces, cabrón, me dice. Y porque allá cuando andaba... 
porque que estaban a militar. Me decía, ah, cuando andaba, que my dad side, mi papá, la familia de mi papá, ellos estaban a la militar, and my mom's side, like your side, yeah. estaban en la guerrilla, ¿verdad? like yeah. they were the revolutionary ones, so it's like two different sides coming together, right? Yeah, man. So mi papá me decía, like, sí, uh, like the uh, Capulets, ¿cómo se Yeah. No, we still haven't seen that Pero, Romeo and Juliet movie. Oh, yeah, we need to. You're coming next weekend, right? I'm coming next weekend to visit, so oh, we'll be live from yeah. Austin. No more of this computer talk. Yeah, for another episode. But me siempre me dicen, papá, así estaba de cerca, dice que por poking no naces, cabrón. Porque andaba ya en la montaña peleando contra los guerrilleros y balas pasándome por la cabeza y los huevos, dice, y por poco no naces, dice eso. So, no, yeah. es verdad, pero cosas así, yo quiero archivarlo. Like, I think I, I got to make yeah. it a mission to start. And I, I, gave, I guess the inspiration came from Sara and her father and their podcast. I love the, his, the way he tells his story and the fact that she took it upon uh, herself to really take this on. And she, she kind of mentioned to me that he was a big inspiration in, in, in things she did. And, and so I think that we need to look back and maybe I need to start doing that with us, even our generation yeah. here. And along with the generations we still have around and just start telling those stories. And I encourage everyone out there. Everybody has a phone. You know, you can record a video, yeah. a small audio file, whatever it is nowadays. And just have that conversation because the last thing you want to do is have that regret. Yep. You know, when, oh, shit, he used to tell me a story or me cantaba una canción or yeah. algo even, así. Even if know? it's secondhand stories, even if it's secondhand stories, like me and you talking right here. You know, for better or for worse, this is going to stay recorded and it's going to live on forever. Yeah. You know, in the ether of space. Space cloud. <laughs> you know? No, pero I yeah. think that I encourage everyone out there listening to you that we got to keep our cultures uh, thriving. Sure, there's a, we're, we talked about assimilation and things like that, but there are still some old, even it doesn't matter, you know, just family traditions. And with the technology we have, let's keep it going. Yeah. Do I need to introduce that? <laughs> yes. Who doesn't know that song? <laughs> Sopa de Caracol <laughs> by Manda Blanca. <laughs> it's a beautiful song, man. It's a fun song. People always right. laugh and people Dope always song. smile yeah. when it plays. Yeah, it's a dope song. But it's time for our lightning round. to it uh the lightning round is where we talk about uh quick events uh current events uh topics things that we want to discuss but we narrow it down to one minute of talk time for each uh, topic and it's a uh, relatively one minute according to walter and his uh definition of time <laughs> no einstein's definition of time don't give me that much credit uh, true 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 but you, you take it you run with it and uh we want to just go ahead and uh dive right into our lightning rounds and so tonight as always ulysses are you going to start us off uh <clears throat> trump said fuck the birds <laughs> i can't even say it with a straight face uh trump administration officially clips the wings pun intended on the migratory bird act what do you think about that well I, he's ne he's never been one to even if he doesn't understand it he wants to hate it just like Latinos, and so I feel like this is just another uh, opportunity for him to destroy something beautiful you know and uh, I mean I'm not educated on it enough to know what he's saying no to. Well, the thing is that he is not actually getting rid of it; he's just redefining the interpretation of that act. So. Before this, or at the moment, especially during Obama's time, uh, the burden was placed on companies to 
be mindful of of the effects that of whatever they do have on birds yeah. to you know to be more specific to be according to this act and they said that to a certain extent it's actually um much like they do with um the monitoring of fish of fishing how yeah. they you know monitor fishing and it actually is brought back uh, fish, you know, schools of fishes and blah blah, and it's actually improved fishing. That has that ha that that has had the same effect with birds, but now they're redefining it, taking away the burden—not a burden, but taking away the responsibility of companies. Give me a second, of companies being mindful and responsible and mitigating their effects on the environment. So pretty much, he's just said companies don't have to fucking worry about birds anymore. That's all he said. So that means that. That's more profit for companies because they don't have to worry. They don't have to hire somebody to do this. They don't have to worry about spending money on any of it. So on their bottom line, it means more money pretty much. They don't have to worry about lawyers and lawsuits for the environment. They don't have to worry about buying Blue Dawn dish soap to go clean birds on the golf course. You know, it's like pretty much the biggest beneficiary of these, of this reinterpretation of the migratory bird uh, bird act that was introduced a long time ago yeah uh, are oil companies and and, and and such all right so i get it i mean like i said it's just destroying something beautiful to make money you know yep. the environment's yep. gonna take a toll all right so that was more than a minute i think but here we go next one is my topic and mm -hmm. NFL has decided now that they're going to fine all the players and the teams themselves if any other players are kneeling. Go. I don't know what to say about that, man. Like, there's so much, like, Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick, he did that. He paid, he, he did that. He paid the price, you know? I don't, I don't fucking watch football. I don't listen to football for other reasons because they... And, and even El Mundial, because fucked all that shit. It's all about fucking money. And we have to pay for all t with our tax dollars to build those fucking stadiums. And they still charge me to fucking go in there. So for other reasons, I don't watch that shit. And on top of that, I'm not going to watch any, none of that shit either. So I'm going to go buy a Carter. I'm going to go buy a shirt from a Carla Kaepernick for other things. So fuck all of them. Well, I think it's just the NFL just perpetuating that. Trump, like America, fuck you know, civil rights, and I think it's stupid, it's horrible, and I think that we need to do something about it. Maybe stop just watching afraid. football. Yeah, they're afraid. And like um, J. Cole said, that who put out a, like, hey, stop watching that shit, and shit is going to change. Keep your money. This is, like, I'm going to tell you something right now. Like, back in the day, um, what did Martin Luther King do? What did they do? You know, they, they boycotted. boycotted. They didn't ride the buses. Like, technology has facilitated that for us even further. We don't have to fucking watch their TV. We don't have to buy their shit on Amazon or their products anywhere. It's way easier. Like, it's much, much simpler. We don't have to log on to fucking Facebook. We can just go dead for one day. We don't have to, you know, and shit, money will be lost. Like, oh, yeah. That's. That's, that's like, rev yeah, revolutions have With been. With your wallet. Yes. Like, you know, you, como dicen, like, I remember you, I heard this from you, like, let's start a revolution from our beds, you know? Yeah. And back in the day, that meant, you know, Don't participate in and, those things. And yeah. But nowadays, just stay in bed. Just stay in bed. Like, stay in bed let's start a revolution from our beds, literally. You can vote with your wallet and you can make shit hurt because they'll, don't spend your money. Don't watch them. All right. So now it's your turn. What do you got for me? So white people calling the police. Okay. Uh, we talked about this on our show last time. For what? Yeah. Uh, remember we had an episode called uh, What Are White Spaces? Uh, yeah. It's still happening, right? And we talked about it because they have the entitlement that they feel that they can do that. And so what ends up happening is people are putting I danger. Mean, just, I already it, talked about it. No, it just, to give, just to give you a rundown of what uh, just stuff that I'm sure it's out there in the ether. Um, two Native American kids got called the police on them because they were acting too weird during a high during a college tour they were acting too weird um that guy at the barbecue right with that i'm sure everybody's seen yeah, those men houston that like no in oakland oh, in oakland, oakland sorry. Yeah. um that they caught he 
And this individual that was called upon, that he got the police called upon him. He had he's a member of the community that's been here there forever. And this this, this white lady shows up and you know, um, the Starbucks one, um, that other lawyer. It's rampant. It's just all over the place. But continue. Well, well, yeah. Well, to finish my thought, it's just uh, still ongoing. And that term. Keep out for it, guys. You know, it's it's white spaces. I know that Starbucks is doing their they did their training this week and you know, I guess we'll see how No, not this week. They did it today. Today they did it Tuesday, right? Yep. We're recording this episode Tuesday. Unusual for us, but they're recording that that, that episode today. I mean <laughs> no, we're already gonna no, but they're doing that today. It's like okay, problem solved fuck no but then they're like you were telling me they they went ahead and the, they, they ex, uh, break it down for me about the okay. contract so there's a thing now they they have it now to where it's the one of their policies where no matter who's in the building they are a customer period meaning they have full use of the facilities they are like anybody else like a paying customer they buy something or not they are going to be able to use the restrooms sit there hang out have meetings what have you without having to purchase anything the issue so then, is this hold on and so then, as uh-huh. long as they're not hurting anybody or anything like that obviously causing you know disturbances but so, that, so then this is more than a quasi public space right so then that's this is this means you can go sit there no questions asked. Go about your fucking day. So then my comment on that is like, does that mean that we are, I mean, that does that mean that companies or at least Starbucks is taking the initiative to, um, are they handing us white privilege? Is that what they're doing? Um, I guess in a sense you are giving the minority that same privilege <laughs> as as a white person. Isn't that exactly? You know, that's exactly. But what you know it what I'm saying? Like, hey, white people were able to sit around and do nothing and not be harassed or called upon to leave, right? Yeah. Because I'm sure everybody's heard the recordings of of, of of the employees calling like, this person is not buying anything and refuse they refuse to leave, right? Yeah. So, obviously, like most white people. Most, because I'm sure there's certain times, because there's always an exception, right? Yeah. But they don't get it, but minorities do. So does that mean that I have white privilege at a Starbucks now? I think you're given that privilege, right? Period. But in, I think it should have always have had that same idea, you know, that same uh, understanding. But the problem is this, and my only concern, and I, I know we're taking more than a minute, but is that is that going to break the social contract for... Uh, are Latinos and minorities not going to be able to basically use this the right way? Is it going to be where they're going to show up, sit down, and look for trouble? Like, I hope someone tries to stop me, or I want someone to say something to me. I don't want it to be that way, you know? Because I feel like it's gonna it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be that like you said, exception to the rule, right? Where there's gonna be a short amount of people. I'm gonna walk in here. I'm gonna sit here, post up the whole day, not spend a dime, and see what they say. Because the social hey, contract you know has what always that's been. You know what that's called? You know what that's called? What? Loitering. A fucking sitting. A fucking sitting. That's what that fucking call. <laughs> Somebody clap for me. That is called the fucking sitting. That's what they were doing. That's what Martin Luther King was doing back in the day. A fucking sitting. A sitting. But this is not them taking up the space. This is them now. They're opening the door, saying, "Hey, go ahead, hang out here." Is it still the same thing? Yeah, because believe me, sit in, just because it's on, on paper. On. No, just, a sit-in, a sit-in paper, was them taking up taking up counter space, taking up room where no one else can go ahead and be a, a customer. That business will lose money. And so, if they're sitting there, mm-hmm. no matter what, it's, people are going to have around. the same thing's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, Suppose. they're opening themselves to that to that possibility. Okay, but okay. So Starbucks is opening themselves to that possibility to where they're going to have people come in, sit down, and take up space, right, for other paying customers. But they've always, 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 always portrayed themselves to be a second space. If you don't want to be at home, come here, right? Pretend you're working. Pretend you're being productive. You know, whether it's chatter in the background, I don't understand how people go to fucking Starbucks and write and type or study. I'd know. rather be home or at a fucking library. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. So or, we're, at we're, we're, house, or at a frat house. No, no, no. You can't study there. All right. So we'll end up moving on. Aquí a seguir. Look, again, more than a minute. Let me get my... I'm going to go spend my white privilege gift card at Starbucks. Well, is that what it's going to be called? White privilege? 
You've been granted white privilege? Yes, we've been granted white privilege. How many credits? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> well, let's see how this turns out. We have to be on our best behavior. All right, so moving along on the lightning round here, relatively speaking, hopefully under a minute this time, uh, we had another shooting, but this time in a middle school in Noble West Middle School in Indiana. Your thoughts? So, and another one. So my question is, when's the next one? But I heard that, the, I heard that, I mean, sorry about that. I, I saw your reaction, but... It's sad because that, that's what you're thinking about. But so then, but at least this one, there was pe only people were injured because supposedly the teacher slapped the gun out of the guy's hand. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah, Unfortunately, only, there's not much to say. Where's the next one? Another one. It's sad, but you're right. A teacher stepped in. He was injured. So was another student. Uh, the, it was a middle school, which is scary because it was a high school, not a middle school. Who knows when another one's going to happen? And we just touch back on again. We need tighter gun control. This shit can't be happening in schools anymore. Point blank. No pun intended. But it's just sad. I hate it. And I'm glad that there was no deaths. But still, a shooting one week after Santa Fe. And it's still an issue. All right. Now, what do you got for me, Walter? Next one is Alexa is listening to you. Your thoughts? It's creepy because I wanted an Alexa when I first heard about it. Like, oh, that sounds cool, a voice assistant. Because I like using, like, my phone and voice activated to find music or to find a word or whatever. And so when I started hearing about Alexa being able to record your conversations and then it started ordering, like, food on Amazon or, or things for your home on your credit card. And expensive, that, and ex yeah, expensive as shit for yeah, your Yeah, and kids. it was... Uh, it's crazy to think that this shit's being recorded and you don't think about it. Same way with like your phone having your fingerprint. You know, Alexa has your voice fingerprint in a way. So that voice can be used mm -hmm. again. You know, it's scary. Uh, but anyways, the story that this is piggybacking off is a couple, just so you guys know, look it up. A couple found out that Alexa had recorded, uh, I don't know how many minutes of their conversation okay. when one of their employees, one of their employees got sent a recording of them talking about tile or something. Okay. And they like Alexa recorded a lot, and then, and then the victims at this, you know, them, they they say they feel violated because they've been bugged. And I'm like, no, you bugged yourself. You should. <laughs> I, I've been putting I've been putting stickers on my fucking laptop since they first got it integrated on laptops. Fuck that. I even take off the batteries on my Fire Stick control. Screw that. Just so your voice is not recorded? Mm-hmm. Guess what? You're being recorded right now. I know. <laughs> Let me break some shit. <laughs> this is being recorded right now. The CIA is listening, yeah. man. Yeah. All right. And yes. last one that I have for you here is, all right, Puerto Rico, 5,000 dead. Go. Well, they had initially reported 64 dead, so now it's actually coming out that there's been there's 5,000 fatalities during or resulting from the hurricane itself, right? So then, that's the, that's that's what Trump is a fucking genius about, if you can call him that, where he comes out and he was in line probably at the time, but then the actual number comes out to be 5,000. Months later, nobody fucking cares by this time. He got his publicity, right? Shit. And on top of that, hurricane season is back. Uh, uh, hurricane Alberto is about to hit the coast in Texas. Yeah. So the Gulf. We're not. E they're not even back. They're not. They're not even recuperated yet. And hurricane season is coming back. They didn't get help back there. It took them months to even get electricity again, and here we go, all over again. It's scary, man. All over again. Scary. Man, all right. Well, that ends our lightning round. Uh, hopefully, we can eventually get this down to the to an art where we can get our, our our minute really down to a minute if Walter will let us. I blame you, Walter. I blame you. Go ahead, Ulises, please. Oh, I'm sorry. Now it's Ulises. Ulises, the culpa vos. Or Gualter with GUA though. Gualter. El Gualter. Bueno, pues el Gualter. Lightning round. Over.
es los bookies con las casas de cartón. Man, you know, I've never heard that song. No. Nunca la he escuchado. It's a nice song, though. Y el bookie, like, sounds so young right there. I know, it sounds so wimpy. <laughs> it doesn't sound like... He, he, he doesn't sound like what he looks like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> If Jesus could sing, that's not what he would sound like? Yeah. No, hell no. It's like, that's not the voice of God. <laughs> Definitely not the voice of God. <laughs> Ah, man. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is the voice of God. And look what he's doing. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, and look what he's doing. No, oh, sir. Perverted shit, man. Even I'll, I'll, I'll quote, I'll quote what I've been hearing. Men are trash, and we got a lot to atone for, man. All right, moving along with the our main topic tonight is there's a tragic shooting that happened last week here in Laredo, Texas, uh, down south, the border town, right there. One of the most, uh, what would you call it, Walter? One of the most just colorful and disproportionately intersection. Oh, yeah, because it's like if you like si te vas por el paso, which is something, you know, because you know, my your uncle's a trucker. Um, you look on if you're depending on where you're headed, obviously, if you're heading east, you look to the right, it's like small little houses and everything and then you look to the to your left north to the north and it's like just buildings and buildings yeah. and fabricas um, and you know porque allí abajo en, en lo que es el paso está Juarez so está Juarez mm-hmm. abajo you can see Juarez and pero Laredo is right there and like it's like the it's so much so many um, immigrants come through or backpackers as we like to call them uh, come through backpacker yes thank backpacker. you exactly backpacker Uh, come through there. It's just a, it's just a, a, cra- a crazy intersection. It's always bombarded with with travelers back and forth, right? And what happened last week? So how does this happen? All right. The girl's name that was killed was Claudia Patricia Gomez Gonzalez. She was from Guatemala. Uh, she studied accounting and couldn't find work in Guatemala, so she decided to come to the U.S. And you know, she was coming here. She's educated, uh, like you said. That uh, you know, usually the most educated people, even in the, their country, because of la pobreza or las maras or whatever's going on, buscan uh, asilo aquí, you know, para mejorar y agarrar trabajo. And she was educated, you know, not the. Typical... No, yeah, because they typically, yeah, they typically portray us as you know, go clean the toilet people, pretty much. Yeah, or that we're not educated enough to assimilate. You know, John Kelly. Yeah. Uh, I think he's the chief of the Department of yeah, Homeland Security. Uh, and he said that the Latinos who come from those countries won't be able to find work here because they're not educated yeah. suficiently. You know, they're not educated. Assimilate or assimilate or incorporate to the culture here because they're not educated sufficiently. So this girl had what is education. She was... She was 20 years old. She was 20 years old and she was she was gunned down wow. by a border patrol agent in Laredo, Texas. Fuck. And the story, just to kind of uh, summarize it for everybody, is that um, the good thing is that someone was there. A girl, a woman that lived in that town, was, was heard the gunshots and went outside and started filming everything. And the story goes that the police, the, the border patrol said that a group of illegals that he found in the area running through along with her uh, attacked him with like blunt objects and two by fours and all this. So he opened fire on them because he was being attacked. The woman didn't oh, see man. anything when she was recording the video. There was no weapons, no two by fours, nothing like that in the area. And so then he rested on that. He was self-defense and he shot and killed the girl, shot her and she died, you know, obviously instantly. Then a week later, after that statement was said, sounds like an old tune, man. He changed the story that there was no, they no longer mentioned uh, two by fours or weapons anymore or being attacked. And so the story keeps changing. And the, the thing here, the outrage is that obviously this one here is more public, but this happens all the time. This, this yes. guy was this guy was a 15 year vet on the force doing this. So if he was able to, you know how many times fire, he got away with that? Exactly. How many times has he gotten away with it? This is one that became public because this person that lived in the town went outside with her phone and caught him on the phone doing this trying to kind of cover things up or trying to kind of uh, fix a story yelling at the um the people that were traveling the backpackers as we call them uh saying hey you attacked me 
You have a weapon. You had a gun. Remember, you had a gun. Trying to force them to say this. Remember, remember, remember. Trying to make them say this, and that ends up opening up a huge, 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 much more window to what's going on in that. That Claudia is now the martyr for this because now she's publicly known as the girl that was just innocently shot and killed for no reason. And I don't care whatever fucking reason you may come up with because they'll be like, "Don't come to my country." Like I hate when people say that don't like don't come to my country. I don't go to yours. Yeah, motherfucker, you do come to my country. You're intervening many, many, many more fucking more ways, you know. To NAFTA alone does enough of that. But anyways, um, to more you know pertinent things to this story. Um, this is akin to what the African American community goes through here. You're right. And the Latino community as well, yeah. where it's like shot fired, somebody's dead, you shouldn't run away, they had a weapon, I feared for my life, the same goddamn bullshit every fucking time, you know? Um, I had a buddy of mine once come for a bachelor party here, and he came with, it was two of them that I knew, and then the rest were all cops, like young kids, young young guys, cops, you know, and the infancy of their career in law enforcement. <laughs> And I ended up talking to one of them, and I brought this up to him, like, uh, you know, semi, you know, almost drunk and, you know, slightly belligerent. Okay. I brought this up to him, and, and I appreciated that he was very, very patient and everything. And I asked him, like, what the fuck is going on? And he just straight out told me, like, like officers like that are just, they're cowards. Like, people that just pull out, you know, cops that just pull out a gun... And of course, I'm not gonna put my myself in their shoes. I'm not, I've never been there. You know, this is coming from another cop. He said, like, they're just cowards, man. Like, you don't just pull out a gun just to pull out a gun because when you pull out a gun, it's because you're gonna shoot. You know. But that's where this feeling has come from. Where it's like, what the hell, man? Like every goddamn time. I think that the the thing we, we we're kind of glossing over is that. This is just going back to, like you said, this old African-American community is going through this. Even all minorities here in the states themselves with regular law enforcement. And those are citizens for the most part, right? That you think, quote unquote, are protected by the laws here. Now we have people that are coming into the country looking for help, for asylum, what have you, are just yeah. gunned down. Like you said last time, he called us, uh, todos indocumentados, or backpackers aquí, animales. He calls them animals. So you're giving them. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're not. You're not allowing them to have an identity. You're not allowing them. And he and he, and he's not George or, or George Orwell to come and tell us, you know, talk about Animal Farm, you know. But yeah, yeah. Um, but what I mean, just to bring up, uh, yeah, what okay. to touch on this is that we're trying to de- they're trying to de- dehumanize us, you know, and because of that, that's allowing these people to do it more and more, and it's more rampant, especially at the border, which with everything that's going on at the border, not only this shooting and this killing. But what's going on with the, the children, you know, that are being taken from the parents and how that's leading into the danger of these kids' lives. That. And going off of the same thing where this whole paranoia of brown people coming across, that's where all that builds upon. That's what I'm trying to say. Sure. It's not trying to fuego. You know, they're, they're making it bigger yeah. than what it is. He's, he's fueling the flames to make these guys get scared to make these people worried about the the scary like ms-13 he leans on that a lot you know about yes. that coming over the border attacking drug mules trafficking all that and that's making these guys itchy to shoot worry like you said they're the cowards they pull the gun out just to try to kill something because they're scared about really doing their job you know which is basically supposed to be ushering people get them to a safe place and then from there figure it out Right, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, the law. Right, they're making Saving lives. They're making money. They're making money off of it either way. Either way. you bring you okay. Yeah, all these private uh, detention centers, they're the ones making like either way. They're they make money off of it. So, they're they're pushing for all these separating families. Now you have to have these um, government is you know the all these private institutions that get built and have to be certified to take care of kids and then you have the prisons for uh, people that cross the border detention centers so then private companies are making a killing off of either either thing that happens you know yeah so and don't come and tell us you know no it's, it's it's money it's it's all that corruption like we talked about earlier where they have a plan and agenda but the sad thing is here's this girl 
Remember, we talked about like with yeah. Henry's story, we don't gotta let this be quiet. Make noise, right? And and tell you know, I've been seeing stuff online. People are really using her as that symbol for this this senseless senseless killing. Senseless. There's no reason yeah. to shoot this girl, twenty year old girl, that was just fleeing just to shoot her in the head. There's no reason. And so let's not forget that we have to make noise no and there, there was there was another incident of a kid that got shot from by a border patrol from the other side because he was throwing rocks across the border from mexico like he got from the united states into mexico he got shot and killed and they they, they deemed it was a justify it was justifiable because the border patrol guy feared for his life because he was Thrown, being getting thrown rocks at him, so he decided to throw lead at him really fast. Oh wow! That's... Like that's that's fucking ridiculous. How how are you gonna shoot at a kid that's throwing rocks at you from across in Mexico, and then you're gonna just throw lead at him? Speed kills, right? Oh yeah, I mean fucking ridiculous. Just it's insane, but you know there is a a movement going on right now online. You know through Instagram and all those social media where people are saying, you know, that we have to show up and, you know, hashtag Claudia Gonzalez. And you can do things like call the actual Border Patrol office themselves and kind of just plow their lines and kind of filibuster their, just kind of let them be heard and a complaint. And, Let's uh, do it. Let's do, do it. it. You know, the number I see here is uh, it's a 210-702-3059. Call, annoy them, let them hear your peace. Say it uh, again. Two one zero seven zero two three zero five nine. That's gonna be the border patrol and that, ICE office. In that's South a Texas. San Antonio number right there. Yep, that's South a San Texas. Antonio number area code right there. So South Texas. That way you have the option to you really stand up and show up for her. You know we don't tend to reach out as a community. We talked about it in our earlier ones where we've always been very cautious yes. about getting involved, been scared about it. We're being bullied into being quiet. Don't be quiet. Make noise. You know make this something it, that moves forward. It's time. It's time to stop Martin Luther King and start Malcolm X, man. Start swinging. So you have to be more active. So with her, with her life, you know, getting taken away like that, it scares people into hiding, and that kind of brings up the whole um, los 1475 menores that um, are unaccounted for at this. You know, I mean, recently. Um, but last week they were unaccounted for. Now it turns out that those almost 1,500 uh, minors are actually most likely, I hope, are, I mean, according to what they said, are with their parents or with family members. So there's a reason they went off the grid. So now that, that they lost track of them, they've purposefully stayed hidden because the word the under this administration the worst thing you could probably want is to be on the radar knowing where you live telephone numbers you know all that other stuff right yeah so for them it's actually a good thing because they can stay in hiding stay underground and just kind of like go through this and hopefully write it out you know white white men and white women who voted who predominantly voted for Trump get you know shit together and we bring upon you know we vote somebody in some somebody better and not that there's ever a cure for that shit but um it's like South Park what you're stuck between a douche and a turd sandwich so you got to pick the best right so yeah. I think you're but you're apparently right. Trump mean, it, it makes it makes sense what you're saying that at one moment we're worried about the location of these kids how you just lose them right and that's scary to yeah. think you lost children because yeah children get taken advantage of they can use it for trafficking so many different yes. things right their lives are in danger but with it makes sense what you said where with this girl dying these kids have seen death on the road you know on how they're treated in these facilities and these almost like concentration camps and so for them to stay with their families or even on the run it's safer than being turned in to those that are saying we are here to deter people from coming by taking your children from you putting you in danger like anything else you put a kid in a situation with a mix of people you don't know what's going to happen to them man and so for them to stay yep. with their family they're better off with them like you said i think they they are purposely in hiding but the fucked up thing is and i agree with you is that 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 uh underground railroad i mean you want to compare it to that 
But yeah, with the, the same thing shit, that, man. The thing that bothers me the most is that this agency, they basically put their hands up and said, hey, man, we're not responsible for them at this point. We've done our part. Bye. And so that being the case is so irresponsible for human life. Not only their children. That's tax money. That's tax money. People in this always talk about tax money is getting wasted on lazy mothers, right? They always talk about that on food stamps. But when it comes to this, like, raise your fucking voice. Like, these people are, these private companies are getting paid for detention centers, prisons, you know, child care. And nobody's raising a fucking goddamn voice when your money is getting spent for that, right? So that's the epitome of bullshit that I feel coming from this because either way, somebody's making money off of this shit. I agree with you, man. The story is sad, but we just not forget about it. Let's not sleep it under the rug. Let's keep it moving. Remember, remember her name, put it out there, and just don't let this stay, stay under the rug and forgotten. You know, this story is getting the noise that it needs. Let's keep it moving forward. Remember, Claudia Patricia Gomez Gonzalez from Guatemala. Uh, let's just use this as another catalyst to, to move forward because we can't forget this. You know, we need to not be scared to act. It's about human life at this point. And human lives matter, period. You know, I'm not trying to piggyback, but it's a human life. A 20 year old girl, woman, 20-year-old woman that left her home, young, full of energy, hope, like most people did when they came to this country, and it was just snuffed out. Let's not forget it. Let's definitely, definitely keep this on our radar. You know, we'll post stuff on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash podcast. Let us know your thoughts, your feelings about this. Uh, we will definitely share that here on, on the show. Uh, we definitely want you guys to... Keep your ears open, your eyes open, get your your voice out there, and don't forget this. Hey, and we're Native Americans, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Well, guys, we reached the end of the show. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed it. We enjoyed recording it. We hope you guys can spread the word and make sure to always make noise and just look for us on social media. We're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Podcast on Instagram at my Primos Podcast. And we're on Twitter now. So you tweeters out there, you can tweet at us at My Primos Podcast. We're going to just try to keep the dialogue open for any topics you guys want to suggest to us. You know, we are open to just suggestions. I talked about emailing us at myprimospodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts, ideas. Definitely want to engage. And so tonight, want to go ahead and just remember, don't forget the stories we learned about today. You got to be informed. You know, we're not the most educated guys at keep it all. We try to inform you of information that we we, we hope you guys can take with you. Uh, a brief summary of the week of big stories, small stories, anything in between. Have some fun. You know, talk, touch on things that matter. So with that being said, Lisas, take us out. Uh, I'm going to go heat up my leftover salt lick. And I'm going <laughs> to go get my... Pinches guys Actually And also I just saw Miko and Pija my, my two cats Miko and Pija I just saw Miko and Pija Fucking around with that's, the That's the name of your cats Yeah Like Salvadoreños will understand uh, El Baron se llama Miko Y la hembra se llama Pija And they, Ooh, they were playing with the co- they, they were playing with the cockroach right now Well In Texas they call them water bugs But they're just Big fat juicy cockroaches, pretty much. But anyways, I'm gonna go heat up my solid leftovers, and I'm gonna go bring my fucking chickens in that I forgot about. They're still, you know, they're still kind of small, so I have to go get them. Um, also, you need to remind Jimmy to name them. He still has to name them. So okay, I'll let my son know he needs to name one of them is an um, ameri I'm trying to remember let me look it up real quick okay one of them is an americanas chicken and then the other one is a uh, blue laced white oh wine dot i don't know how to say it but anyways it's some chicken people that understand so about anyways and chicken people podcast yeah yeah so Como decía mi abuela en El Salvador, buenas noches de Dios.